Disney peeps. This is Valerie. Welcome to Disney Days, the podcast for all things Disney. I'm here with my partner in crime, Todd Thorson. Usually our show will be more of a co-host type of format, um, but for today I thought that I'd just interview Todd since he went to Disneyland after dark 80s night. He had the audacity to go without me. And I was curious about the event and figured that there might be some of you poor saps like me out there that missed the event um, that might want to know exactly what they missed. So check it out. So what was entry into the park like? Did you have to wait in a long line? How are people acting? That was really easy because we didn't get there until almost 10 o'clock because I had to work till 9. So we got there. We parked. We decided to actually take the tram because there was no line for the tram. So we got on the tram. We got there. Ryan had – well, first when we got there, Ryan had to go get the tickets. They were on his boss's desk backstage in Galaxy's Edge. So he went and got the tickets, and I waited. And so I you didn't have to deal with the 9 o'clock madness. No, and of some of the people were probably in there earlier than 9 o'clock. So. Yeah. So once we got the tickets, we just went right through the gate, and it was that easy. They handed us a wristband first, and then we got the lanyard so we could stay in the park. And then we got our map, and then we started. So it was a special edition map. It's not the one that they handed out during the day. No, not at all. So how busy was it when you got in there? Did you feel like it was normal day? Did, did it seem less busy? Well, everybody for the regular day had already gone. They already kicked all those people out. So it was really calm. It was freaky. There was not that many people there. All you saw when you walked in was the lines for Mickey Mouse because that was like one of the big ones. And that Mickey. was right. Mickey, mm. whatever. What was it? The- <laughs> The exercise Mickey exercise Mickey from the eighties. Yeah. Um. So, like, what was everything open? The rides. The yes, everything was open. All the shops were open, but nobody was in the shops because they were all taking pictures along Main Street because they were doing projection mapping on all the buildings. And then there was a DJ at the front in front of the partner statue that was playing. There was music everywhere. That was the first thing you noticed when you walked in. So you say it didn't feel like it was too busy, but like what were, besides Mouser Size Mickey, what were the like wait times like throughout the park? Oh, none of that's published. So you don't even know because it's not technically closed. But what but did there, you feel like they were? Well, we didn't go on any rides except for Pinocchio. That was the only one we went on and we walked right on it. But we you looked didn't... at the other rides. There was no lines for anything. And people don't come to these things to do the lines. They come to these things to do the characters and eat the food. Especially for lot for that night because it was eighties night. So you didn't do like Falcon or no? Yeah, we did Falcon the very very end because we were there. Okay, I'm I'm guessing Rise of the Resistance was closed for the night. No, yeah, that was closed for the night. That's where everybody would have been if it was open. (laughs) So, what are the special characters you saw throughout the night? Well, we saw Mickey when we walked in. Ariel somewhere in Fantasyland. We saw Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket. That line was actually pretty long too. We saw the line for Roger Rabbit. We're like, no, thank you. But the first <laughs> character we met was Captain Rex because that was an unannounced one on the map, and he was inside the Star Tours Overflow. So that was like less than five minutes away. There wasn't that many people. I mean, that's super cool because, like, yeah, that's star tours like that's yeah but that photo pass girl was useless we didn't like her at all she was not very friendly or happy so she probably shouldn't have been working that night (laughs) and then we exited out of there 
And we knew where we were going next because that was something we already saw a picture of and we were like, we're not doing this not to miss them. We had to go stand in line to meet the Ewoks. Uh, you never see Ewoks out ever. We've never even seen one. And we got in there into the Starcade. That line took us an hour. <gasps> oh. But it didn't seem like an hour, but it was. That's a long time. Because that was like the big one that everybody wanted with. And it was in front of two speeder bikes. And the Ewoks, they changed the Ewoks. So you didn't know which Ewoks you were going to get. There was four. It was two at a time. That's dope. And they were awesome. And they were having fun. High-fiving and fist-pumping everyone. Was it mostly adults? Was there Were there it was any kids there? All adults. I don't even remember seeing any kids. No strollers? No, no strollers. I don't even remember seeing one kid, actually. It That's was straight awesome. up all adults. I know it's not PC for me to say, but like I think Disney should do some like adult-only nights. I think this that pretty would much be was. super fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess what kid is going to be up until one o'clock in the morning? I mean, I know they do do it like till midnight and stuff like that. But, you know, to pay for a special ticketed event. You're paying all this money. You don't want to miss be worried about the kids bitching and moaning. So besides the mapping, when you walked in, what other decorations did they have throughout the park? The DJ was all dressed up. That had a whole little setup in front of the partner statue. And God knows why people were sitting there dancing, wasting their time doing that. That was just (laughs) so stupid to me. They were doing that to get their cool Instagram videos. (laughs) There was so much stuff there to do. We got there at 10 and we were in such a rush as it was. So like, were people dressed up? Everyone was dressed up. I feel like we were the only two that weren't dressed up. That was the crazy part. I can't believe you guys didn't dress up. But we didn't know till like five hours before we were going, and I was stuck at work, so there was no chance of dressing up. But you saw lots I, of old vintage Disneyland shirts and Star Wars shirts, and people actually dressed up, so it was kind of cool. Oh, and I just think about it. Um, there was projection mapping on the castle, and on It's a Small World, and the Matterhorn, so it was really nice. It was oh. really awesome. Not on the Matterhorn? Matter. Oh, that's yes, cool. The whole Matterhorn. It was pretty rad. That's awesome. Um, so so what about food? Tell me about the food. So the food, the first thing we did for food was we ran over to Troubadour Tavern, which is in front of Fantasyland Theater, which for the night, it looks like they took out, we didn't go all the way into the Fantasyland Theater, but I could tell they took out the seats in the front and they turned that into Videopolis from back in the 80s. And it looked like they actually had the old logo that was hanging on the stage from the 80s because it looked old. And everybody was really loving that. And they had dancers up on the stage dancing with the DJ. And then so we waited in line. That was a line just to get the we had we wanted the gummy berry juice. And that was a line too, just to get that. But that was probably the best thing we had all night. And it was just like you were drinking gummy berry juice, supposedly. It was really good. The Videopolis, that, was it like a dance party? Yeah, it was a whole dance thing like that. Didn't you go back in the eighties to that? You had to have I remember gone. that. I'm sure, but I was, was little in the It was a whole dance place. <laughs> I remember going to see that. You have to remember that. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. <laughs> um, so was the drink alcoholic or non-alcoholic? No, no alcohol. So oh, okay. there's no alcohol in Disneyland except for Oga's Cantina. Oh, okay. It was non-alcoholic and they ran out of the gummy bear, so that was kind of disappointing, but that's okay. It was really good anyways. What was it? Just sweet um, juice? It was just frozen. It was like a slushy. I don't even know what was in it. It was purplish. So what else? What else did you have? So after we did that, that was pretty much by 1130 by the time we got out of that line. We ran through 
the Fantasyland entrance to Galaxy's Edge, trying to see if R2-D2 was there and C-3PO. So when we walked by that, we noticed that there was no C-3PO. So we left. We exited out of there by Thunder Mountain, and I ran over to the Harbor Galley, which is near Valor's Harbor, where the Columbia docks, and I got the... The orange pineapple cooler. I thought it was going to be an orange Julius, but it was really sweet and sour. So I don't know what it was supposed to be, but it was interesting. And then Ryan ran over to Stage Door Cafe in Frontierland and got the classic spinach artichoke dip that came in a bread bowl. And it was only $8 and that thing was huge. We didn't even finish it. That was worth eight bucks. And while he was doing that, I already got my line didn't have any line at Harbor Gallery. So then I ran over to the French Market and got the cheeseburger mac which was like hamburger helper only it was really dry so it wasn't all soupy and watery so it was actually decent and i also got the sprinkle celebration cake which they had to have just baked that day because it was really good and fresh and soft it wasn't like your normal hard cold Disneyland <laughs> dessert that they dug out of a freezer it was soft <laughs> and fluffy and moist and good and i'm pretty sure it actually came from rossmore rossmore bakery in long beach because that's where they get a lot of their stuff from that was the best thing of the night so we sat there and we ate all that. There was too much food. We couldn't do it. So we sat in French Market and ate that until we were done. And we took some pictures and Stephanie had some and she enjoyed it also. <laughs> I'll have to say that Stephanie is Todd's Kowakian monkey lizard who has her own Instagram account and has traveled to Disneyland and Disney World and movie premieres and all kinds of crazy things. Um, She's been so all over. we'll put her information in the show notes. What did she think about 80s night? She loved it. She even got dressed up. She was the only one out of the three of us that got in. <laughs> she had a lot of fun. She said the cake and the cooler were her favorites. Nice, nice. What other like activities were there? So you're just basically Dancing at dance parties, taking there pictures. Was, there was a barge. When the Tom Sawyer barges, they converted into a stage. And there was a band playing there on Rivers of America. What kind of band? It was an 80s band. They were just playing all covers. That's all that was. And there, so it was video ops. So it was those three things with the music. And then there was also Totally Minis Danced Party. That was in Fantasyland. I'm sorry, Tomorrowland at the restaurant. But we didn't, we walked through that, but there was no characters out doing that because it wasn't that time. So we just walked through there. So those are the three dance things they had. And then there was DJs and then all them, you could hear the music anywhere you were in the park. So after we ate, we knew we still had time to go run over to Galaxy's Edge and see if C-3PO was back. And guess what? He was. So we stood there waiting. I was shaking. I was so excited because to my knowledge, that was the first time there had been a C-3PO inside of a Disney park taking pictures. Really? Yeah. I've never seen that before. Well, I, I have met C-3PO on a Disney cruise. So see, that's different. Yeah. So I win. So that um, was totally awesome. Were there like any special fireworks shows? Or there anything? was the fireworks, but they got canceled because of the wind. And that no! was before we got there. It was like at 930. Do you think it was going to be like a 80s fireworks show? I believe it was. Let me look at the map. Like a special, not just the traditional. No, it wasn't regular fireworks. I know that much. Oh, they probably um, would have used the mapping on the castle and Main yeah, Street and all of that. that. And That was like totally music. amazing. That was like the best time I had seen that. I, maybe because it wasn't crowded, so it made it look better. So you could actually see it. You could actually see it. All of it. The castle, Small World, and Matterhorn. It was totally amazing. And up and down Main Street. 
I mean, the first time I, I mean, I'm sure I've seen it before on Main Street, but the first time I really just was like in awe of it was that one show that had like the Frozen and it snowed. Yeah. Remember, which um, uh, Mickey's Mickey, Mickey's Mixed Magic. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful and amazing, and yeah, I loved really. it. Even though it was super crowded, so you couldn't necessarily see everything, but um, it was amazing. Yeah, it just um, felt different. It was amazing. And then after Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, when we met C3PO and R2-D2, we ran over to Smuggler's Run because we had exactly two minutes to get on it before they closed the line because it was (laughs) 12.58. You might as well, right? And we were running into it and we were the only people in the line and we got our own cockpit. Oh, how fun. And that was amazing because we just sat there and let Stephanie pilot the whole thing. It was a memorable experience. And then we got out. We were literally the only people, because we were the last people on the ride. We were literally the only people inside Galaxy's Edge. And we saw R2-D2 rolling backstage with his helpers. Nice. It was awesome. Nice. And then we walked through the exit over by Fantasyland. And then we walked through Fantasyland. There was nobody there. Like Everybody had already left the park. Because this was probably like 120. And because walked- everybody's got to get back to their cars before you do, because they don't want to wait to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to wait. And plus, <laughs> it was already technically over. It was after one o'clock, so you had to be out of the park. And Disney's really good about that. Once something ends, they get you out really fast. And like nobody was even telling us to leave, so we could have stayed there and taken pictures with Stephanie, but we didn't because it was already late and we were tired. So then we walked through Fantasyland, which was totally dead and nobody was there. And then we walked to the castle all by ourselves. And that's where the people still were. We're on Main Street taking pictures. So but, did anything stay open later, like any stores? Or- no, the stores are all closed. So we didn't get any merchandise, hmm. which as I look at the map, I'm seeing it was actually in several different places. So we missed out on that, but oh well. It was just a pin and a shirt. I wouldn't have bought the shirt. Oh, pin would have been pin. cool though. Yeah. Oh, well. There's always these So I know that you were lucky enough to not have to pay to get into the event because Todd is very lucky and has a family member that's a cast member who won some tickets. Um, But I know the price is $109 for general admission um, and annual pass holders, which I find a little weird. I feel like annual pass holders should get a little bit of a discount. But um, was for somebody that had to pay for it, is that worth the price of admission? Okay, I'm going to say it was worth it because it wasn't sold out. So because it wasn't so packed, it, wasn't, it, wasn't it made so it packed. a little bit worth it. Yeah. But I've but, only been to these after dark events when there were DVC things. And then and back in the day when they had the pass holder renewal parties. And even those weren't crowded. But the DVC parties were awful. Those are super crowded. Oh, but, see, that that's the thing is, you know... I, when I was a pass holder forever, I would never go to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party because I just could not fathom paying another entry fee to get into the park. Um, but then once we didn't have passes and my kids were um, younger, we would totally pay just to go because it would be so dead. We did not care about trick or treating. We did not care about any. I mean, it was cool to see the, the park decorated Halloween and all of that stuff and to see Jack and Sally out and all of those things. But we would pay because the park would be so dead and we would get to do everything in one yeah, night. You so, can definitely, none of the rides have lines that we saw. 
See, and that's a big deal to me. Like I, I know you were more into the, like the theme and seeing the things that were different, but you know, I would have been stoked to like get on a bunch of rides, but I also would have been there as one of the people where you can go in three hours before the event yeah. starts. That's what we did for Halloween too. So we would get like seven hours um, at the park and it would be so awesome once everybody left for the day and there wasn't as many people. See, Halloween um, is always super crowded. Not, I mean, I don't know if it's just, I think, I do feel like I've always gone um, on the weekdays as opposed to the weekends, but whenever we have gone, it's just been amazing. And I think it could be because we are, we weren't trick or treating and we weren't doing those things. We were going on the rides and enjoying the park. So a lot of people were trick or treating. And I, to me, I'm like, I'll go buy a bag of candy at the store. I'm not going to stand in line at Disneyland to get a bunch of candy. Although I know people take home like these giant bags of candy. Yeah. We're going to get all in our suitcases coming home from Florida. (laughs) We had to leave it in the hotel room this year. (laughs) So, um, so, you know, $109 does seem a little steep, but I don't know, some time at Disneyland with a special theme, knowing that there's not going to be as many children there. And I'm allowed to say that because I have children. So, you know, knowing that there's not going to be a lot of kids there, it definitely does seem like it's a little pricey, but might be worth it. Oh, uh, totally worth it. If it would, if, if I knew the next one didn't sell out, I would totally do it. But except I will not go, I will not pay to go to Star Wars Nights because that's the same time of celebration and you know it's going to be packed and full of kids. Do you think that do you think that it being sold out is the same as Disneyland being sold out though? Like do uh, no, they have I the def- capacity? No, I doubt it. Yeah. There's no way. Cuz I know Cause that the stores weren't open, nothing was open. Like well, that was when we left. Cuz I know that um the Valentine's one that's coming up, the uh Sweethearts nights that are coming up, one night is already sold out, the February 13th. But I can't imagine that they wouldn't have some sort of limited capacity so it won't be miserable oh no it won't be miserable it'll just be more people more people but i can't imagine it could be funner than 80s night because everybody knew the music and i think that was a big part of it wherever you went there was music blaring everywhere yeah i can't imagine the other themes that they have are the sweethearts night which of course you know i would go if my husband decided to take me especially that it's our anniversary weekend um but pixar night i mean i love pixar but i just kind of wonder what could make it really that special i mean yeah the characters would be cool and stuff but villains might be more characters for pixar night and it's pixar nights at california adventure so i don't think i would be spending 109 dollars to go to california adventure for a few hours i yeah i kind of agree with that um villains night I think would be super fun. That's but I a California you- adventure too. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I love the villain stuff, but I, I wish it was more towards Halloween though. Cause then I'm in that like spooky No, place. because that would get out of control. But if they did villains like California adventure, they could bring back that maze that they had for Halloween that I heard was really awesome. And the best thing there. I'll see. That would be cool. And then, yeah, you said Star Wars night, which I think would be cool. I'm going to guess that's going to sell out in two seconds. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, just a hot mess. <laughs> and I, I, what more can they do to make it extra special? Right. Like they've just brought out all those 80s characters. And oh, I think Star Wars night will be amazing. What are they going to yeah. do, though? Some mapping? <laughs> well, yeah. You got Star Tours. I'm sure they'll have a ton of characters out. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. I think You'll that. see them 
I just think it'll be awesome. But I just, I would go, but not when it's during a celebration. That's just already going to be a mess. So why are you going to add mess on top of mess? So people watching, besides, uh, you know, some fun costumes and people dressing up and stuff, what was, was everybody just having a lot of fun? Was there, I mean, what'd you yes. see? Everybody was fun. Nobody was disappointed. Nobody was upset. You were there to have fun. And that's what everybody was doing. It was just like party time. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Like if you would add alcohol to that mix, I can't even imagine. That <laughs> just would have been like even more crazy. So could you have made um, a reservation at Oga's Cantina during? No, I think that was closed. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's a bummer. So costumes are amazing. Uh, One girl on the people. Yeah, one girl was dressed up as the princess from Gummy Bears, and she was carrying around a sunny gummy with her that she made that was like probably two or three feet tall. That was probably the best costume. Oh, and then another good costume might have been the guy dressed up like he worked at Blockbuster. <gasps> no! Yeah, he had a shirt, a name tag, and a hat. Shut up! That's what I want my kids to dress up for for Halloween. So, in all <laughs> reality, it might have been somebody we probably knew. <laughs> Something that we used to work with. Oh, why didn't I save all of my Blockbuster polos, the ones that I would take home a new one every week because I was too lazy to do laundry? (laughs) Could have had a costume. I know. It makes me so sad. And my name badge. Yeah, that's a bummer. Out of the whole event, what's one thing you would change? Getting there earlier. (laughs) Well, that's your bad. I couldn't leave work. I know. It sucked. (laughs) That's the only thing I would have changed. You're so dedicated to work. You need to you, like ditch work, man. I was already there. And maybe made it like an hour longer. Well, that was just because we got there late. <laughs> Till 2 a.m. But nothing else. So you thought that they did a great job kind of managing it all. and It was perfect. I couldn't say anything bad about it. And then were the employees all doing good, too? I mean, I Oh, they were all happy lady, and but... excited, too, except for that one lady at Star Tours. Did they have any sort of 80s accessories or anything? No, none of them were dressed up. Not that I remember, but I really wasn't paying attention. Hmm. But they all seemed happy to be there, at least. What was your favorite part of the whole night? Like your most favorite thing that happened? C-3PO and R2-D2. I'm not going to lie, there was tears in my eyes. I want to shake him when we went up to meet him. More so than the Ewoks? Yes, way more. The Ewoks were funny because they were like... Because those costumes for the Ewoks were straight up from the 80s. Like they were, you could tell they were just washed, but you could tell by the feet. Those were just like the way they were made, it was just hilarious. So that was more like a funny thing, which I was like, holy crap, what is this? Those are like creepy Ewoks, by the way. But definitely C3PO and R2D2. It was like meeting your best friends from childhood. That's what it was. It was very emotional. And everybody was, and everybody in that line was like totally excited. You could totally tell. Because they were like, I'm sure legit Star Wars fans. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had to walk way, way back there because they were in front of Ronto Roasters on the little, by where the ships are, the the repair garage. They were right in front of that. So like you had to walk in there to find them and who was actually going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like a far walk. So that was like the best part of the whole night. And then walking out and walking down Main Street all alone. That was pretty awesome, too. Oh, see, and I don't we never I don't think I've ever done anything like that because I'm so wimpy when it comes to bedtime. Like, like definitely the Halloween parties. I'd be like, I'm like one of those people that's like, let's go before the rest of the people get in their cars. You have to (laughs) stay till the end. That's how you do it. (laughs) 
can't tell you how many times there's been last people to walk out of the park. But to see it like that is a whole different story. I've never seen that before. That was amazing. So what else? Anything else to add? Not that I can think of, but I just know it was a really fun night and something I never forget and something I'm very, very grateful for that I got to go. And you'll do it again next year if it's is it coming back next year? If it's free, I, of course I would do it. Well, but if you have to pay. Yeah, I would totally do it. And I would totally get there early and ask for the day off. Is that something that I should fly from Dallas to do? I could definitely <laughs> recommend that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.